Hello and welcome to Poetry on the Air podcast. We are joined today by lecturer, poet, um, TED talker, Dr. Nasser Hussein. Say hello, Nasser. Hello, everyone. Hello, and we're joined by student and poet, Abby Nolan. Hi. And of course... Poppy Jennings, hello. Hello. Today we are going to get into some poems. We're going to talk all about lots of poetic stuff and things to do with the poetry scene. Uh, this is our offshoot of Leeds Poetry Festival. So let's get going. Shall we start with a poem? Why not? That yes. sounds like a great it's idea. It's a great way let's to start any podcast. Of Straight course. into the creative um, stuff. Gosh. I actually, can I possibly... Do you um, have any requests? Well, um, I've been uh, researching Nasser's work on uh, sky writing and particularly sky poems. So Nasser um, does a form where he uses the three-letter words of airports around the world to compose poems. And I actually did a possibly stupid uh, attempt. So maybe I could... Um, did you write a sky poem? I wrote a sky poem, and maybe I'll do that just to start us off and then chuck it over to you. How Jack, I would love to hear that. Okay. I'm just going to sit back and enjoy this. Bad cat. Pop. Now Jack art sad. Old guy mid hum. Ate off lap con ale. Cat had day. Hey, son. My goodness. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. And that's my sky poem. I need to know more about this form. Yeah. Where did this come from? How... Very, what a what a hilarious thing. Um, <laughs> so I just throw that spanner in the world. Yeah, no, 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 no it's that's great. great. It's great. Um, well, to answer your question, Poppy, um, sky writing started when, after many years of flying back and forth between Manchester, um, mm. and do you know the airport code for Manchester? It's very interesting to me oh. that everyone guesses MCR, but you're right, Abby. It's MAN. I wonder why much more useful, which is much more useful. And I would fly from Manchester to Toronto, which is obviously TOR. Of course not. It's YYZ. <laughs> <laughs> we really no. which, tried. Which no, and and it it makes me angry when I fly home to Toronto or mm. Calgary, which is uh, I think YCR or Vancouver, which is YVR. Why? It, precisely. No, Where does I, I the have, Y come from? I don't. I, I think it's because Canadian <laughs> airports like were this? kind of the yeah. latest ones in oh, the naming convention. So it's like Maybe an alphabet system. Using yeah. up the last of the available things. Well, yeah, because TOR was already taken, right? And right. CAL was probably already taken. Imagine a board uh, technician typing consistently three letter combinations into a computer which just said, no, sorry, that's taken yeah can't have it can't <laughs> yeah. have it yeah these drop down menus or something but um but but i always felt a sense of relief when i came back to the uk mm. and it was man for manchester and then i looked again at all these baggage tags and i was like oh, it makes a little word man 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 everywhere oh. and i thought i wonder how many airports make little words mm -hmm. And That's so funny. from such simple questions, complexity blooms. And I then embarked on a project to go through every single airport on the planet <laughs> through the IATA 
airport code database. That must be an insane number of airports. Hey, really? I've seen the spreadsheet. It, it took a long time. Really? Yeah, it was, it was three summers, three long really? summers. Wow. I pulled out all the airports that made three-letter words or syllables, which allowed me to write three, six, nine, or 12-letter words. Okay. Um, so Islamophobia is the longest word in wow. the book. Um, and ISL, AMO, PHO, BIA are all airport codes wow. on the planet. Um, that is such an interesting <clears throat> idea. Yeah, it got pretty weird. So, um, <laughs> so Skywriting is a book written entirely in those airport codes. Um, do you I, have like, um, obviously, like, do you have a key then for each poem so people know which airport the it journey. comes from? Yeah. There is, well, I, I, I kind of hid a lot mm. of the mechanics of the thing. Um, but if you go to... And um, this is a plug for my plug yeah. for my plug, publisher, plug. but yeah. Coach House Books in Toronto. If you look up my name, Nasser mm-hmm. Hussein, and Skywriting, um, it should take you to the publisher's website. And what you'll find there is a poster that you could print off in A0 size, which plots every single airport that qualifies for my project <laughs> on its geographical location. Wow. So it's the whole world. And then these little three-letter words and syllables dotted all over it. Um, and you can start writing your own sky poems, which, That's awesome. Jack, I am so flattered. <laughs> I apologize for the Absolutely. poor attempt. but um, No, no, that was I lovely. didn't have time to sift through the whole world. I was like, oh, my God, I've only got, like, a few days to <laughs> to like look at these locations but i think i think that to me is like the highest oh god this sounds so egotistical but that's <laughs> such a tribute because what i really want is for these kinds of uh, these modes of writing mm. for all of modes of writing but but especially for poetry to be accessible to to offer these ways of doing things Mm. to my audience so i get emails from people in airport codes people write their own sky poems and i think if i'm doing my job as a poet that's it Mm. right i'm gonna quote you back to you (coughs) writing should engender more writing yes yeah, Absolutely. I think my favorite thing about doing any kind of workshops, I like doing creative writing at uni. My favorite thing was learning new forms and, you know, like having just being introduced to new ways of writing. Yeah. It yeah. was Such so a much fun. Modern form. I love it. Yeah. yeah. And you've just learned a new form. Yeah. And, and I'm definitely going to go away. 100 percent. We'll have our listeners as well. Yeah. That would be so much fun. Yeah. It's it's a lot easier than they make it sound yeah. sometimes yeah. question mark question mark <laughs> <laughs> yeah right can i throw the poem ball over to you sure doctor um <clears throat> the thing about skywriting is a lot of people since that time have have sort of pigeonholed me into you know really strict constraints mm. And uh, some of my new stuff. So I'll forgive me. I didn't bring any sky poems, but I've uh, I've kind of run in the opposite direction. I think the pandemic had a lot to do with it. Um, so I'm I'm kind of interested in repetition. 
and I'm kind of interested in fun. And uh, and this is a poem that kind of finds that original joy in language. I think we all might have had when we were kids, mm-hmm. where you find a word inside of a word and re- or realize the root. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there there's a fun kind of patterning thing that goes on there. Um, so this is from a, a a book in progress. the The working title is called "Fun with English." Nice. Um, because yeah, yeah, because right? <laughs> there are so many there are so many kind of valences to that, right? Like English doesn't sound like the like the subject of English is rarely fun, <laughs> right? I, I don't know if like Englishness itself is kind of associated with fun. No, I think there's definitely no. some stereotypes. That take the yeah, fun and out I'm, I'm not it. here. Yeah. I'm certainly not here to suggest that you know this is a humorless, bland, and gray country. But, <laughs> 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 you know, no, no, absolutely. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh my god. We have our uh, we have our tricky Oilers, three, yeah. I I mean anywhere that produces I don't know, uh, Stuart Lee, mm. you know, or. Um, Gosh, uh, all, there's a huge, great, long comic tradition in this country. Um, and so, and yeah. and I think it is based in language play, right? Mm. So, and this is a hugely long paratext, but I'm just yeah taking the space of a podcast <laughs> to, <laughs> to, 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 to go into it. But yeah, if you can remember like finding words inside of words, that that kind of fun is what I'm going for in a poem like this, which is called... Say what you will. Say what you will, but you can't say seagulls without eagles. You can't say welcome without whelk. You can't say god without odd. You can't say syllable without ill. You can't say blackberries without ponge. You can't say harmony without money. You can't say comparison without Paris. You can't say say without a. You can't say paper without kinda whispering her. You can't say humpback whale without smiling. You can't say coffee without cough. You can't say reading without more reading. You can't say volume without you. You can't say porcelain without poor Ceylon. You can't say backpack without ack-ack. You can't say backache without cake. Sciatica without attic. Hurt without her. Yurt without your. Blurt without blur. Kurt without cur. You can't say words without were. That was really nice. Yeah. Podcast clap. (laughs) Thanks. Shall we have an inaugural poem uh, from you, Abby, as well? Oh, oh, God, yeah. Um. (laughs) Uh, You know what, Abby? I'm a big fan of some of your visual poems. Um, As far as the background goes, like Abby was a student of mine Mm -hmm. in um, her second year module at Leeds Beckett University. And there's another plug. Cough, cough. <laughs> I don't know. Can anyone handle all the plugging? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, um, but you moved very smoothly through text 
and into a very interesting visual frame. Yeah, I just I quite enjoyed making it as weird as I could. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like how how literal could I take something? And yeah, where yeah. do where do the ideas come from for each visual poem? Oh God, uh, somewhere deep in my brain. <laughs> um, like with this one, the Tesco one. Um, yeah. I can't remember the prompt. The prompt was something like recipes. And I made it to receipts um, because I don't know. I just I thought I wonder how much you could learn from someone mm-hmm. for from such small things like such tiny little things like receipts that you won't even consider. You probably just throw them away. Can you describe it a little bit just to yeah, see what it looks um, like? So I wanted it to look kind of messy, but it was still sort of organised because you know the. You have to be it able to read it. Yeah. Like yeah. That form yeah. of like receipts spread out <laughs> over it to tell the story, like to tell the tax yeah. people yeah. the story of what yeah. how you behaved. Mm. Yeah. So for listeners, your Abby is going to try to read <laughs> from an A4 sheet of paper upon which is a representation of a kind of flat palimpsest or uh, mat of receipts all from tesco yeah weirdly i could like you you think you know what receipts look like (laughs) until you try and make them and i had to like google tesco receipt (laughs) yeah you never think about it yeah i looked ridiculous i was sat in pocket and that's good research though yeah i sat in the uni in the uni building like what does a receipt look like (laughs) i don't know um but yeah and I did it on Microsoft Word, which was a bit of a disaster because oh it doesn't like. Wow! The... Congratulations! No. Great know, results know, for Word. I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, and it sort of just came together and. And it tells a little story. Yeah, I think. Um, it's the story of well, I could read it, and you can try and work it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk Perfect. about it after, definitely. Um, so I'll I'll read it sort of just across because part of what I like about it is that I jumbled all of the dates up mm. because I think that's important to it. So yeah. we have um, the second of the second 21, a toothbrush, total 2.99, visa debit ending in 4.973, thank you for shopping. Sixth of the second 21, Tampax Reg, Cadbury's Cream Egg Ibuprofen, total 6.49, visa debit ending in 7.784. Fifth of the second 21, dining main, dining main, pot side, veg side, sticky toffee pud, <laughs> red wine, Marlboro red, total 48.50, add discount, dine deal, total 38.50, visa debit ending in 4973. 15 of the second 21, gentle face wipes, 399, total 399, visa debit ending in 4973. 10 to 21 Marlboro Red 13.50 Milk 199 Total 15.49 Visa Debit ending in 4.973 The first of the second 21 Pringles 2.50 Haribo Star Mix 1 pound Strawberry Laces 20p Shaw Deodorant 2 pounds Extra Spearmint 1 pound Jurex Condoms 6 pounds Marlboro Red 13.50 Total 26 pounds Debit ending in 4973 Ooh. Fourth of the third 21 
Tulip Bunch, three forty nine. Pampers, seven ninety nine. Dairy Milk, ninety nine p. Total, twelve forty seven. Visa debit ending in seven seven eight four. The nineteenth of the second twenty one. Pregnancy test two pack, six ninety nine. Total six ninety nine. Visa debit ending in four nine seven three. 25th of the second 21 bread 149 milk 199 total 348 visa debit ending in 4973 14th of the second 21 malbec 1299 humor card 79p total 1549 debit ending in 4973 and that's all of them that was amazing. Whoa. It's quite long. Sorry. No, I loved <laughs> that. That was wonderful. Thank I was just you. listening to it and being like, are these my receipts? Like, <laughs> I feel like I've had so many of those shopping trips. Yeah, like I just, I wanted to include sort of, it is just all the little things you get. Mm. Um, the sort of story behind it was just a snapshot in these two people's lives, mm. um, which change quite drastically. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and they meet, and obviously hit it off mm. it's going well and <laughs> then you know the the girl becomes pregnant yeah um after it wasn't a very serious relationship deal for two i feel yes, like that's yeah. really interesting because it's <clears throat> i feel like you're putting a gender a gender on it mm. and it's probably legit to to do so but because it's four nine seven three, like it's visa ending four nine seven three. I'm Ooh, not sure. Interesting. Like as a reader, uh, I'm not sure who's buying what. Yeah, right? you just like know it's it, two and people. And it changes the narrative. Yeah. And it's a really fascinating. Mm. Yes, because if she's if she's buying it for herself, then right, perhaps or, it's like yeah. way different to if the if a partner. Yeah, might be I changed right. a couple of them, like to sort of. To show that their lives were starting to connect, like mm. one person would buy um, something for the other when they stayed round, mm-hmm. and just things like that. I really wanted to just show two people coming together, mm. their lives sort of intertwining, and then they end up pretty entwined. Yeah, yeah. I mean the interconnectedness. Yeah, but also the fact that you mixed up the receipts and the dates. So then, like, like listening to it. It, I think, well, like, because it's a visual poem, you can look at it so many times and see the different narrative journey in different ways. Yeah. And that's so nice. Like, that's the thing. Like, we talk a lot about different forms of poetry and appreciating different forms of poetry yeah. in different scopes. And to see that poem, but also to hear it in your voice, it's just such a nice contrast. Do you think a poem can be all three slam spoken word and page poetry what separates them two and uh like w- could you consider them different forms of mm. art especially with what you've brought us today like <coughs> it really begs the question yeah i mean i think there's definitely overlap like even with that piece being so visual and on the page it can bring another side to it mm-hmm. in hearing it read because obviously you see, you can see it on the page and you can see it all, but then taking away the visual aspect and being and just hearing all of this information just mm. spoken, mm. it still gives the sort of jumbled up effect that you get on the page, just in a different yeah. way. Yeah, 
it's nice work because like when you hear a poem once you don't necessarily remember the order but you remember the images and you remember the ideas but then when you can look at something I feel like you spend so much more time engaging with the poem and kind of experiencing you it you handle it physically yeah don't you, yeah definitely I was thinking this as well when you were reading because um obviously like with the certain phrases like you can't have this word without this word on the page those words would look different so unless you read them out loud it's all it's like when you read a poem that should be in an accent mm. and you think that doesn't rhyme but then that if you hear it awful. but it's funny isn't it because like I could be reading something and being like is that supposed to rhyme and then yeah. I read it out loud in my own voice and yeah. I'm like oh actually yeah it does rhyme because yeah, it's, it's in close. sometimes yeah. I have to put an accent on like yeah. a posh accent yeah. like a southern one with for some something extreme... to work sorry no it's fine <laughs> with, with some like extreme forms of colloquial like mm. colloquially or like phonetically written poetry if you have no idea what that accent is it can be <clears throat> total you have to learn like how it sounds before mm. you can apply it it's like reading Wuthering Heights for the first time you have no idea what Joe's saying yeah (laughs) I remember when I was in college my English teacher used to always ask me to read Joseph's parts because I had the strongest accent in the class hilarious (laughs) (laughs) and did you come on in a flat cap like good evening oh that would have been so good if I'd done that but I was the only one that could kind of really quickly apply what was written down to my own voice well, it was really funny i, I used mean, to hate reading in class i used to be like oh fine actually a, it was quite fun as a student from canada um <laughs> whose upper year seminar in literary theory was all about weathering heights mm. um like we read that book from a number of different angles um I didn't I didn't understand mm-hmm. a lot of what was going on on that until I moved to north and west and Georgia. You hear it. And then I was like, oh, <laughs> that was real. That yeah. was not like that's that it's like, like that's realism. Like, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's realism. <laughs> that's not fiction. Yeah. Like that's that's something that's happening. I remember someone used to be in um I had when I did we did a gothic module together at uni and um she was from America, so when she when she was talking about the book and like yeah. those parts, she just didn't understand why they were in there. Yeah. And I was like, "What do you mean?" And she was like, "Oh, I just like it's just unnecessary. It's like you don't need to show class mm. through that voice." And I was like, "No, that's the only that's, way you show yeah, class. Exactly. Like that but is class in that book when books, especially in that time, represented." A class structure yep. and like accessibility yeah. you have a character that is so northern that nobody from outside that area could possibly understand what they were saying so much so that it's a dialect it's yeah not, it's yeah. no longer just an accent it's exactly like... yeah. so so yeah i think like if we're talking about like in the specific context mm. of the uk and um perhaps even north or west or yorkshire yeah. versus right. you know like mm-hmm. yeah. The idea of like performance and the spoken word, yeah, has a lot of valence, absolutely. Um, because the written form doesn't allow, doesn't always allow you mm-hmm. to express that accent or that dialect mm-hmm. or those ideas without moving into like non standard spellings mm-hmm. and you know. 
And then it just, it looks weird, Yeah, I think. Like, I'm not sure that that's Mm -hmm. a great way of representing a voice Mm. sometimes. Um, I'm not sure how I might sound to your readership, you know, to your listenership right now. But I think all of us have that kind of um, experience of, Mm -hmm. like, how you sound versus how you write. Um, I think Abby's work... Um, among among others that I can think of, does this really interesting move of pushing it past both the page and the voice, mm. yeah, and into what? Well, yeah, this is gonna, yeah, it's gonna sound really radical when I say this, but <laughs> like, we're ready. But, it, but it's about the concept, yeah, right? Like, like what is poetry if it's not about the idea? Um, so, so even what, what might be a rather dry and non-poetic, you know, series of numbers like four, nine, seven, three, uh, is it, did I get that right? Four, seven, nine, three, four, nine, seven, three, four, nine, seven, three. That's kind of etched in my memory now Mm. and it becomes a symbol, right? It becomes a person. It has poetic value and Mm -hmm. it's just four digits and that is hugely important if you can do Mm -hmm. that with four numbers yeah right then i think you're doing something that the most tortured metaphor (laughs) right like the the most flowery language that you could you know whatever whatever like kind of you know um Utiliated, uh, fancy, whatever you mm-hmm. know, fra- form of expression that you want to reach for. Fine, but four nine seven three mm-hmm. is a real live person to me. Yeah, and to create an identity. That's a miracle. Yeah. What yeah. a lovely thing to do. <laughs> no. showering you yeah. in no, no, compliments no, no, no. In, in that way. Yeah. C- can we like? say that like the doors are flung open for poetry to more my than mind any yes. other art absolutely Although, i don't know i should say more than any other art but certainly in poetry's case like if you call it poetry it can be if you justify it yeah it's not quite a it's it, it's more than just an act of will right i can't just say this is a poem because mm. i say it's a poem right it, it uh, what opens again that door then what i think i think it, it still obeys and i'll i'll refer again to to the Tesco receipts poem, um, it's based on repetition. It's got a kind of narrative. There is a flow, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's making reference to the everyday culture. This is these are things that we've had since Romanticism, yeah. right? Um, Wordsworth wanted to use the language of everyday men, and what is more everyday than card ending? Four yeah. nine seven three, like you, you see that every day, and and you know if if I know you've done a bit of a deep dive on the TED talk, but um, noticing what's right in front of you. Another plug. Watch NASA's TED talk. Cough, cough, <laughs> <laughs> cough, cough. But, well, are, we, are um, we at three now or four? Uh, three. I, I hope, I hope I someone's keeping a tally here. But, Do watch um, it though; it's good. Yeah, but it's but great. but but that's the task, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's noticing what's right in front of you. Mm-hmm. The the most easily overlooked thing um, is 
is where, for me, and this is what I try and teach my students, that's where all the interest lies. Because our lives aren't pitched at, you know, high mm-hmm. emotional drama. I mean, I, I don't know, unless you're a Kardashian, I guess, <laughs> you know, or you're on Love Island, maybe, I don't know, but I can't live like that. You know, so I, I live I live in toothpaste and <laughs> you know, um That's the right level. Yeah, tone. right? That's sustainable. That's that's where that's where we live. Mm. Um so and again, what is poetry if it's not, you know, connecting to your life? Yeah. Right? I think it um, does go back to that question as well that I think with the rise in popularity is becoming more of a kind of very much an in-your-face question. Are there rules for poetry and do you have to stick to them? But when you do, like, when you think about, I mean, everybody, like, so many people that I know now write poetry, whether they Mm. see themselves as poets or not, it's a form, like, a creative outlet that people really enjoy. Mm. But I think sometimes, um, like, especially with the rise in spoken word, There is always that question of, well, is it poetry? Because it does it do this? Does okay. it do that? I really want to speak to this, Abby. I know you've been silent for oh, some it's okay. time. But, <laughs> it's fine. Uh, yes, there are rules. But you get to make them up. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you have to, you can create your own form. So there were no sky poems. There were no receipt poems until Abby came along. But she stuck to the rule. Yeah. Right? Like the the one thing I would I would suggest is even if you're even if you're gonna get up on the mic and <clears throat> and do I don't know, like like even if it's sort of crassly autobiographically true, mm-hmm. that's one thing. But but if it doesn't have a kind of form that you've created or that you've borrowed then I think the interest in language kind of goes away. Mm. And and the best poems, really the best poems that I've ever heard, make make language interesting. Yeah. Well, that's what separates poetry from like long-form literature, isn't it, yeah. really? It's the the play on the form and how you kind of, adapt language or manipulate language to fit that form and 4973 yeah is now a hugely significant Mm -hmm. thing right and we're all going to remember that now as well that number (laughs) that four digit number is just going to be there (laughs) it's a person now i'm really sorry if it's someone's actual (laughs) car number i just just thought of some numbers and use them at least it's the far ones yeah that's true that's true. But but that's the magic, right? Yeah. That's the thing is to take to 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 make things significant mm-hmm. through language and or numbers. Like what a move. What a move. Yeah. Bold. But hey. it's such an incredible poem as well. Like it really Oh, it's just I'm still listening to you read it out. Right. And it would be so different if you if if it wasn't in the form mm-hmm. of the receipt. Yeah, if it was just if you like, just said I was, you know, yeah. a, a, a brunette 
yeah. 21-year-old person, right? Like Tesco. Yeah. Yeah, Did right? Like, you could tell the whole story in complete <laughs> yeah. sentences, but it doesn't it do, wouldn't have it the doesn't same have effect. effect. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So there is form. There are rules. Mm-hmm. But you get to make them up. Mm. But you, good, then you have like, to stick to them. Nice. That's a good soundbite. We're going to we'll keep that. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> the tagline. Yeah. 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 So all all y'all that are just like writing free form, mm-hmm. you know, chopped up sentences with random line breaks. I'm sorry, mm. but that doesn't cut it. Like there, there there has to be a kind of rule. Yeah. And, and when you impose that rule on yourself, then the language will meet your concept and it'll strengthen your writing. Mm -hmm. It always does. Love it. Interestingly, my grandma took one look at that and was like, but that's not a poem. Yeah, (laughs) I think it's this thing, isn't it? It's like people, I suppose in one way of looking at it, if you don't have classes about poetry and you're just kind of aware of poetry as a general concept, you don't really know what it is or yeah. like what the rules are for that poetry. Yeah. Um, it's like when I remember, so like the only reason that I started writing poetry was because it was part of the module that I was doing at university. What I really wanted to do was short stories. Yeah. And then it ended up being that poetry was the most enjoyable classes that I had. That's like, exactly the same Yeah, thing. like my yeah. teacher just really kind of went to me you are coming into this with such a negative opinion of poetry that you're ruining it for yourself and then like starting to write it more and him feeding me forms and like little rules and telling me play with this write something and then come back and tell me that you don't like poetry and I couldn't like I I ended up writing my dissertation on romantic poetry because of my creative writing classes I just loved it so much yeah Abby what was it like for you um, it was interesting really because I just found it a lot more creative than just writing a story mm. because I enjoyed doing the short fiction module but there was it just felt like there was something missing like I wanted to do just like a bit more mm-hmm. mm. but I didn't know what it was and I found a lot that I'd write sort of small chunks of a small story but then I think well that feels done now even though it wasn't but for me I felt I don't really know what else to say this feels like enough and then we started doing the poetry module and the first prompt that NASA gave us was to go out and go to like an outside place Mm. um, and just write down everything you can see like all the things um in this environment and then come up with a poem from that and because of where i live it's not exactly the most picturesque <laughs> of um locations and i was walking to the to my car um because i have to park it not outside my flat because it gets broken into there brilliant yeah <laughs> best neighborhoods yeah <laughs> uh, so i was walking to my car and there was just an upended box of cornflakes that was just all over the pavement like a like not just a small like a kilogram oh. box 
<laughs> I can imagine walking home yeah. and just dropping an entire box of cereal. Was it branded cornflakes as well? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Probably not. I'd have put it back in the box. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's a lot of money. Oh, five second rule. Yeah. Wait, was it crunchy nut? That's the final question. Because if it was crunchy True. Nut, yeah, well, if it wasn't crunchy nut, I would have took it home. Yeah. It's a scoop. But but I think uh, if I remember correctly too, I think what I was what I was hoping people would find, and I think you found, is that if you just stand out there long enough, something weird will happen. Mm, yeah, right. And it did. You, yeah, yeah. And it, it always comes. Some poor person lost their breakfast, mm-hmm. but it gave me a creative awakening. So what is, happens? Yeah. What what did you do after seeing the cornflakes? Um, I laughed a lot. Took a picture. <laughs> sent it to my boyfriend was like oh my god look how ridiculous this is there and then is. thought oh actually this this would make a really interesting poem and then from then I started to just think what's the weirdest thing mm. that could be a poem and I think that's the place that I look at a lot of things from now is just I try and just think what would be they're like strange mm. I like looking at strange combinations yeah. of words and sort of seeing what that can do and I, d- I don't know no, D- so, nice. so does the language lead you now not necessarily okay because I like to think about what like form form I do think of now Good. because I didn't really before Is it the I just thought that... of just yeah like I like to think about what could be poetry. Mm. Um, I tried to write one that I tried to make into a spider's web. Mm. Oh, nice. Oh, it didn't work. (laughs) (laughs) I'll try again, but it really didn't work (laughs) because I tried to do it so that all the letters and everything sort of like linked a bit like a crossword. Mm. And I wanted it to look like it could just sort of blow away. But then it got really hard yeah, to like link all these words up together unless you web, have like. photoshop being able to do that i tried is... to do it on microsoft word yeah that was, that was you stupid. need like it's oh almost like God. you need a yeah. visual program i have too much hope uh, there, in microsoft there word there is like indesign yeah um, yeah exactly and it can do those tricks yeah um, it can yeah. i started just right like drawing them down mm-hmm. so drawing because it's not really yeah everything starts in a notebook yeah indeed <laughs> you know like but everything yeah. I've ever written started in a little, mm. you know, pen and ink um, and paper. Um, so again, if y'all are listening, you know, <laughs> put, put down, yeah, put down your <laughs> laptops. You know, you definitely connect with <clears throat> what you're writing in a different way, digital and manual. Yeah. I think like when because I'm the only reason that I started writing on my laptop is because I was doing lectures. And you need to like very speedily like jot everything down. Yeah, Yeah. of course. But then when you're writing a poem and you're crossing things out and like counting, you know, rhythms and there is something to that tactile. Yeah, and it creates something else that's not just a very neat piece of work that's just sat there without any um, process on it. I used to write numbers. But you don't leave line. evidence behind yeah. on a laptop, whereas on the notebook you leave the evidence of like yeah. how you got there. Yeah. Like oh, there's going to be another podcast about version control, <laughs> um, which I've solved. Um, 
but yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. When you make changes digitally, sometimes you lose more than you mm. retain mm. Um, when you save a draft. And I've learned how to like keep mm. both without clogging things up too much. Oh writing <laughs> it's so boring it's, so, exci- this whole time. it's so exciting and so boring <laughs> and so like what other thing is there that does both at I the know. same time yeah oh, it's poof. definitely one of those things where those two words very rarely yeah. go next to each I'm other so but... nerdy about writing honestly <laughs> like i don't know mm. do you to... find obviously like we're looking at different forms of poetry mm. and different ways of writing mm. do you think social media has impacted a lot of that for people as well like insta poetry yeah yeah and that's do you Abby, as well <gasps> yeah like, how do you feel what, was that your first interaction with poetry or <clears throat> was it like when you were doing the literature in school oh god yeah like literature in, in school uh, literature in in school made me really not like English, <laughs> like a lot. Um, so much so that I ended up doing an economics degree, which was mm. what was I doing? That's like the we ended up yeah, about school. Yeah. We talked about school literature yesterday. Everyone's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah why the are they doing this? Yeah. It was yeah. just awful, mm. and I, I just think they they do it a bit wrong because mm. they mm. they do it in a way that's just so like. I don't know the words. Not it's, it, it, uninviting. Yeah, it's, well, like it's it kind just of doesn't... to the exam. Yeah, is my uh, yeah. I think blame that instead mm. of the teachers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't. Oh, I, definitely I, not the teachers. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I think I think secondary school <laughs> teachers in the UK genuinely love and understand literature. Mm. Yeah, I think the system that they might be working in is terrible. Is yeah. causing a kind of problem there. Yeah, um, that's why I disliked it. Was just it was so rigidly yeah. to this structure. Yeah, yeah. I think as well. Like, I remember seeing how passionate my English teacher was about literature and poetry, mm. but almost like at the same time, you could see in her eyes that she really didn't want to be teaching us in the way that she was, or even the books yeah. that they were teaching us, mm, because it's like they knew that what they were making us read was not what we should have been reading at that age, or mm. like we weren't going to engage with literature in a fun way because we were reading the wrong books at the wrong time. Sure. Yeah, There's definitely. a lot like, of books control at the moment now. on books. Uh, like yeah. we, We've had a disastrous run of mm. education secretaries. <laughs> <laughs> when I was doing my PGCE, part yeah. of the module was literally like, Okay, so all the policy surrounding education is wrong. Um, so, yeah. you know, hopefully it'll swap soon. It was <laughs> in the whole. It was yeah. in the system. They they factor in that it's yeah. hateful, which yeah. is yeah. depressing. Like really, oh, that is really. But depressing. but but to like the the idea of social media and poetry. I think I, sometimes I think Insta poetry is kind of subtly coded mm. as Rupee Cower. Yeah. Um and. I, I think I'd like to go on record and say that anyone Burning it all down today. Anyone who's getting millions of people to engage with poetry, regardless of what anyone thinks of the quality of that poetry itself, is doing something important. Mm-hmm. Right? I've nobody else is doing what she's doing. Yeah. Right. 
the best social you, you I, I don't even like using a, a term like best but the the most influential mm-hmm. that's even a coded word in itself um with recent insta poets like yeah like yeah. yeah like so so the pos- so so i like that poetry is finding a huge audience mm. um i worry about what that does to publishers and and print media sometimes mm-hmm. um i i think i have a way of doing both mm-hmm. um i'm yeah, not gonna plug it though? does some of them go on to buy like that is media, that's what like, happens yeah, right her, yeah her so book milk and honey was the first ever poetry book that i ever like saw as a poetry book there you yeah. go Weird. Yeah. wow there you go it's funny so i worked in publishing when rupee was at you know i think it was around her second book good so it was absolutely massive and mm-hmm. something that we really saw was this this desperate need for more poetry books it yep. was so interesting and we had poets like amanda lovelace cyrus parker there was yep. this big boom in american poets being brought like modern american poets yeah being brought into slam english poetry. reading yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean go go look at burning eye um yeah. burning eye books is a great uk publisher for mm-hmm. performance poetry i'm gonna plug Again, I'm, I'm gonna guys. I'm gonna plug well, the Burning uh, Eye event that's coming up at Leeds Poetry Festival yeah. this summer. Oh, are as they well. coming? Oh, yeah, that's fantastic. they're coming up as well. They published my first book. Yeah, um, and and I'll be eternally grateful mm-hmm. to Clive um, for for seeing any value in that work. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, whatever the channel, folks, social media, mm-hmm. open mics, um, podcasts use it all right yeah, like if it like, brings people to poetry yeah poetry and, and print yeah, yeah use it like there, i i don't want to create um antagonisms between forms mm. like and channels for this kind of stuff i think just anything you can do to get your poetry to an audience right mm-hmm. so so hand stitch you know your own chat book or uh, print it mm. on lulu.com or yeah. you know like mm. self-publish it mm. or g- get get someone at Faber to publish it or you know do your own thing mm-hmm. right like put it on Instagram let's just all do it yeah right like um graffiti I don't care right just get it like out there. just get it out there mm-hmm. um by any means necessary um cool is 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 the way to do it and and yeah social media is mm. good right? i remember I've, I've i bought so many poetry books that couple of years yeah. like i like like you like i think milk and honey was the first poetry book that i bought that wasn't wordsworth or like or for yeah. school yeah yeah which they were all uni books as yeah. well it was like duncan woo's collection sits mostly unread i'm afraid on my <laughs> that's it's like my it's mm. like the goal to which i aspire is mm. to finish duncan Wu's anthology sure mm. that's legit happens you know but don't yeah nobody reads all of an anthology <laughs> <laughs> nobody <laughs> has ever not yeah. even duncan Wu. no anthologies are not to be read i still have you know way. those three massive 
like those massive anthology they're like 50 quid brand new like poetry <laughs> for university courses i still have all oh, of mine I have, have i so looked <laughs> at a single page in the past six years i have a number no. of doorstops in my house <laughs> yeah. yeah let's just say yeah um, but i'm also like but it's poetry so i don't want to no, I could no, I on. could give it to a student that needed it, but I'm just like holding on to this That's anthology. Why I'm like, I don't want to give it away because yeah. then I'll never oh. read it. Yeah. I'll never get it back. I'll never just around. flick through and read the Fairy Queen. You know, I love the Fairy Queen. <laughs> no, too. but I know, I know, I know what you mean. I yeah. think I think that point will come. Yeah. Um, whereas now, like buying a a, a collection yeah. from, I, I, like all poets' names have gone out of my head all of a sudden. Um, but like just picking up a new collection that I've seen pop up in like Gaze the Word or even Waterstone. Sure. And I'm like, oh, I'm just going to flick through and read that now because it's new and I don't know who this poet is. Yeah, yeah. And because we're doing things within like yeah. poetry at the moment mm-hmm. in Leeds, it feels yeah. like you should be really like, you've only got a certain amount of time to invest in poetry. Yeah. So you need to do stuff that you're going to interact with yeah. soon. Although I think that you guys are probably the, the choir, so to speak. You know, <laughs> Definitely. To whom we are preaching. just made reference to like, well, yeah, more poetry is great. And everybody yeah. who might hear that, who do, who's not into poetry is going, yeah. what? Yeah. Yeah. No. But I think, I think, yeah, the trick is, that, and that's what I think like mm. these alternative channels outside of print media are mm-hmm. really good for is to get other people reading poetry. Yeah. You know, yeah definitely that's the key. so anything y'all can do Get them hooked. Mm-hmm. yeah just just make it sexy make it fun have you know it's not mm-hmm. just about like oh woe is me or mm-hmm. my i'm my inner child is lost in the woods without a sweater or something i read a know, really like, good one about an onion oh. that i really enjoyed Very nice. it was Excellent. about how, like from the perspective of the onion <laughs> oh, that was brilliant i love that kind of poetry layered yeah, I, layered. Oh, I, think, <laughs> I think it actually was. I wrote it down because I was like, no, that's really good. Oh, yes. can please hear this. this is oh, I didn't great. write the poem down. Okay, I, it, Just, it was called onion. Monologue for an Onion by, I'm going to butcher this, um, Suji Kwok Kim. Okay. It was mm. brilliant. The okay. onion does call you Check an idiot at one point. It's just, <laughs> oh, it's so good. I said, I don't blame it. They probably look at us like, no, I all I can for? think of is yeah. what what vegetable could I write a poem yeah. about, and like what like do you know what I mean? And now you're back to like Jack's sky poem, yeah. Right? Mm. Like the idea that exactly. a poem mm-hmm. can engender a poem in a reader. That's the you want it to catch. That's the yeah. life cycle. That's mm. the 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 way this should work, right? Like it should not be about genius, you know. It should be about sharing and. Everyone doing this. Everyone can just grab it. Yeah. Hear a poem that you like. Mm. Do your own version of it. That's the that's the world yeah. I want to live in. Because I think people think they have to have a big thing to write about. They have to have something important to say, and really, mm. you don't have to have anything to say at all. <laughs> <laughs> like you, d- you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. The I absolutely agree. The doesn't it's... need to have a poem written about it, but yeah. it it was poetic in a way. The so, mundane yeah. is so extraordinary. Sometimes exactly the little yeah. things, I, yeah. like the little things, can be so important. 
and all you need is for someone to sort of shine a light on them mm-hmm. and then ev- other people think oh yeah that of course there's a poem about an onion like that makes so much sense <laughs> the make me feel genuinely better because yeah. although you might read as much as you can about like grief or love which is useful in times where those are the, like at the forefront of your mind yeah sometimes like most of the time like i just want to recognize something yeah mm. and be like what? oh yeah what a beautiful way totally of putting it yeah i just want to recognize something yeah. speaking of that's like um rookie by caroline bird mm-hmm. i read that in i think first year it was the first poem in the in the book we had to read in it and i read it and i was like oh my god that's what life is <laughs> that, that's that's what it is this is how i feel mm. and someone had managed to come up with it and like write it down and mm. i just really liked it that's the work <laughs> that's the work of poetry and i yeah. think somebody with a massive receipt in their wallet or their pocket is going to hear mm. right if they, if they read it closely enough and see that there's a little story there yeah. will connect with your poem right we all have that. We all have mm. that moment. I'm going to ask you both for another poem each, if that's okay. Sure. Should we go Abby first? <clears throat> i tell you what, we'll do the conflict one, because that was the first one I did. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I'm so yeah. glad you have it. Yeah. Now that I've heard about it. It's I'm been like... improved, um, just, you know, through the process of the course. <laughs> but, yeah, um, so it goes. The conflicts... A mound abandoned on barren concrete in a pothole filled with rainwater. Breakfast is served for small scavengers if they are bold enough to emerge and defy the winged marauders for such bountiful slim pickings. Love it. I love that. Absolutely. <laughs> it's just such a nice like image that yeah. you've put together <laughs> from that just like that really random encounter yeah. walking down the street. It's just so nice. Like I the love pot that. Pothole as a bowl. Yeah. 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 Do you know what? Yeah. That's a really good exercise. Actually, we should ask everyone listening to this mm. to go and just stand outside or go somewhere close to home and look for something and then write about it. Like yeah. it doesn't have to be anything. Yeah. Special. Yeah. What yeah. doesn't yeah. belong there? Yeah. 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 Doesn't belong. Yeah. 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 And don't even look for anything. Right. Mm. Just wait. Just observe. Just and wait. wait. Yeah. Just yeah. stand there and wait. I know mm-hmm. that sounds hopelessly mystical but but you know people should do that more you know like i used to love just going for walks and like sitting in the park (coughs) no music not looking at my phone just like sitting there and looking around me but life is so busy and sooner or later something completely bonkers will take place right and that's where it's like when you're in the supermarket you just fill in your trolley with some vegetables and then you see a couple arguing over something like which sweet corn to buy and you're like are they going to get the green giant or are they going to get the the sweet corn it's not oh that's the writer's mind at work that's so great yeah Yeah, right Mm -hmm. and it's like oh you shouldn't have gotten that tattoo and i kind of yeah right (laughs) yeah yeah, you can you can go all kinds of directions yeah things yeah throwing it over to you all right um so back to like repetition a little bit of it uh, and maybe i'll i'll suggest again that the 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 power oh that sounds like too much too strong a word but but what form can do to your writing so Mm. this is uh, a poem where i limited myself to two word sentences 
Okay. So the whole the entire sentence is two words long, um, and and further, I guess the two words may or may not kind of rhyme, right? There's a sonic uh, con- contiguity. Oh God, I sound like an English. Lecturer. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there, you know, like I'm, uh, the title of the poem is "Sound Plus Sound Equals Idea," right? Because that's all a sentence is, right? So two sounds, and they create a little idea in your head. Sound plus sound equals idea. Shush mushes, loose gooses, miss mooses, stash cash, upend cupid, group poop, scratch scratch rashes, split lips, fling linguists, finger lingerings, worsen gherkins, fur cups, firm bums, squirt terms, squeal deals, verb herbs, alarm barns, charge stars, blurt words, burp stirrups, pop tops, cop slots, laugh gas, shake aches, take lakes, make haste, pray late, barricade barracudas, paper plates, pure words, swirl worlds, stir curds, alert hermits, chirp hearts, start art, heap sheets, find minds, eat treats, write kites, write lights, write quite, Fight knights, injure ninjas, erotic karate, dunk dukes, punch drunks, flaunt, want, chant, grants, age, rings, rings, age, play lays, hear ears, cure ferns, purge clergy, feed readers, teach each, sneak bleach, repeat, repeat, work, Space, tease, fleas, please, lease, time, mind, silence, licenses, grind, tines, blame, stains, strange days, stay game, hate drains, pair tears, watch hawks, talk lots, no loads, rowboats, tow floats, arraign, parades, claim, fame, gay, days, pray, Pay grades, train rain, heave leaves, smoke yokes, align signs, sing wings, change things, things change. That was amazing. Beautiful. Yeah. I remember you reading that in one of our lectures. I do take lectures as a space to air. I air out my rough drafts yeah. in yeah. front of my undergrads. So what did you think, everyone? <laughs> yeah, I'm great yeah. that's pretty much that. how it works. No, I mean, I'm kidding, you know, I'm kidding. A I huge it. part of being at university, whether you're part of the academic staff or part of the students, is the peership, isn't it? I think that's, yeah, like... I. I just want to be real careful here and and suggest that yeah it's you know I was being ironic when I said that but but <laughs> um teaching creative writing is is about being a part of the process with yeah. with the class right so so I I share my work 
in an effort to mm-hmm. to share in the process and show that it's like a vulnerability yeah mm-hmm. yeah you have to you and yeah jack as a as an educator and 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 poly as well like yeah that poem's really interesting because i teach a lot of phonics to young kids learning to speak and yeah. i find that a great source of inspiration because it makes you really do you want a copy like, i would love a copy actually mm-hmm. yeah there you go um but yeah, like I was watching your mouth because you got to learn the mouth movements yeah. for each like phoneme. And I was like watching your mouth throughout the whole thing. And you like seem to graduate from like open mouth words to like more close mouth words. Yeah. You were really like, I it could warms tell up you after were, a point. Yeah. You were flitting around the like spectrum of different phonemes. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. It's, How many it's a fun times game. did you have to read that before you? I guess stop tripping on words. We're I feel like I would to... trip on the words so much. It with probably a poem wouldn't like sound that. as impressive in our accents either. It wouldn't work. But you would, you would find your Yeah, own. we'd have to find yeah. our right? Yeah, right different. So, the would change. Yeah. So I, I, the yeah. prompt is out there now. You, yeah. What are your two word sentences, right? They're real simple rules, mm. right? That would be really But you need the rule. And the rule creates the aesthetic quality the beauty the yeah. fun right mm-hmm. like if if you don't have the rule and if you don't follow it yeah it gets kind of loose and baggy and no one can follow you but mm-hmm. i think it holds attention if you're consistent any mm-hmm. listeners look at these forms yeah send in some work to poppy at leadspoachfestival.com we would absolutely love to read your poetry won't we jack yeah absolutely mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> shall we finish with our quick fire questions? Yes, I love this round. This is awesome. Okay, so <laughs> I'm going to ask you both the same question, and you can answer Abby first, then NASA. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, as quick as you can, um, first thing that comes into your head, um, and they're all silly, and none of them are like <laughs> serious. Okay, what's the worst film you've ever seen? Madagascar. Avatar. Uh, oh, <laughs> topical. Best book you've ever read? The King Killer Chronicles. Moby Dick. What's your theme song? I can't think of any song. Nasser, what's your theme song? Uh, Eye of the Tiger. Eye of the Tiger, <laughs> back to you. Uh, you can do it, Abby. Okay, don't sweat the technique. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got a whole bunch here. I can't think of any, like, like no songs are in my brain. What's your strutting song? That's a good question. <coughs> oh, that is that. Yeah, that's uh, what I picture with the theme song is like headphones, mm-hmm. like feeling myself. Yeah, feeling Alphabet myself. Street by Prince. <laughs> nice. That's a good one. Probably getting jiggy with it. I love that song. Damn. Getting nice. jiggy yes. with it. Wonderful. <laughs> What's your favorite smell? Pears. Uh, freshly mown grass. Oh, very good. What vegetable would you be? A turnip. A turnip. <laughs> Two turnips, fantastic. I love that. And the last one, if you could only have one thing, what would it be? My rabbit. Oh, mm. we love the rabbit. Oh, that's nice. Uh, Kaylee. Oh, is that your? She's wife? my girl. That's oh, my wife. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. What a wonderful ending, rabbit and Kaylee. It would have been bad to my boyfriend. Boo! Yeah, now we're judging Uh, you. (laughs) And also, no, that's not a thing. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. I'm going to (laughs) revise. My partner is not a thing. Yeah. So if we're talking about material Ooh, things, that's, that's a very can I can I have well, that one back? Interpretation. See? I'll take See? it back. I would say I would say like 
my watch like uh, as a precious material mm. actually so no like naked no on my pen no my no actually at least it's, i've got a rabbit it's, yeah. it's, it's it's my it's my pen i have a i have a fancy fountain pen and i love it it's, nice. i use it every I'm day i'm afraid Kay- you know. kaylee's the answer um, but it really is no redos here no, but that makes it's a me lovely look answer bad. <laughs> There's no readers. These are the quickfire questions. That's so funny. I am the question master. All answers have been submitted. Yeah. Locked in. And both were incorrect. So class. Thank you guys so much for joining us. That was so much fun. Thank you for having us. Yeah, it's been so interesting hearing about both of your processes. Yeah. And your poetry as well. Check out Dr. Nasser Hussein's work in Leeds Beckett University. Check out the TED Talk. Check out his books with Burning Eye and with Coach House. Um, And have a wonderful day. Mm. Say bye, everyone. Bye. What a pleasure. (laughs) Thank you. Cheers. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye. For more info on all the events, go to leedspoetryfestival.com slash events. You can find a copy of our program there and links to all our tickets, including a full festival pass so you can come to all of the events, Saturday day pass, Sunday day pass, and a full weekend pass as well.